This is Hope FM. I'm delighted to be introducing to you one of our latest presenters on Hope FM. He's been coming into the studio faithfully over the last few weeks just to uh, to learn uh, the ropes, and we'll have his big debut as as my uh, co-presenter next next week uh, next. Um, Tuesday when Ian is actually going up to cover the Christian Resources Exhibition up in Esher. Now Stuart is an accomplished singer-songwriter. He's spent many, many years uh, on a cruise ship and in fact we were on the the same cruise ship uh, but not at the same time unfortunately which I'm beginning to regret now and it was there that he was to, uh, well let's just say romance was to blossom but let's start at the very beginning Stuart. Your, your Christian journey, how, how did that begin? If I said I was a PK, would you know what that a stands PK. for? PK? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> pastor's kid. Ah, say, yeah. no, say no more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was a pastor's kid. And um, so I suppose my, my journey um, to know the Lord began when I was, uh, when I was born, I suppose. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was brought up in church and uh, brought up to go to church. And did you enjoy it? Um, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the Sunday school, certainly, um, I didn't altogether enjoy singing singing all the hymns, but the the kids' choruses I used to like. But of course, you know, it's a bit embarrassing having your dad as a as well, a pastor. It can sometimes. be tough as yeah. well, can't it? You know, because I guess there's so much expected. You, know, yeah. you have to be the the best kid, don't you? If you're the pastor's kid, you you absolutely do, and um, you you also you learn so much, and and you learn how to behave. Um, and I often say, yeah, you could you know I could appear like, as an angel of light whereas inside i'd be acting like a little you're devil. a very naughty boy <laughs> i was a very naughty boy <laughs> so um yeah so ac- actually it, w- it was difficult and um and just before around about 10 or 11 when i was about to go to secondary school i'd actually decided that i was fed up with being teased about being a pastor's son and um it wasn't very uh, cool to be such and so uh, i decided that when i went to secondary school that was it i, I was not going to tell anybody what my dad did for a living and i was not going to mention god at all uh, and then uh, god who has a great sense of humor and a brilliant sense of timing um uh well i found i found the lord for myself basically when i was 11 just like a month before i went to secondary school and then you couldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> no, I ended up, uh, you know, I ended up sharing a, a lot um, at secondary school uh, about the Lord with my friends and singing uh, songs in uh, assemblies and taking assemblies and running a Christian union. Uh, a lot, a lot happened in my school years. <laughs> so the best led plans of mice and men, in this case of Stuart, <laughs> yeah. were pushed to one side because, of, but of course it was coming out of a great experience. It was an exciting journey discovering God for yourself. Um, it was, but it, it, it carries on, and I, yeah, of course, it, it never stops. And um, probably, I'm, I'm thinking, um, you know, it's even more exciting now than than it was way back then. And I don't want to give any impression at all that, you know, I became a Christian. My life was totally sorted. There's still, there was still so much, um, as as maybe I'll sh- I'll share where, you know, I didn't live uh, as I should have done, and um, you know, and kind of. Well, I think at a time of rebelling against God, as most PKs do, and you know, yeah. uh, finding Him really for myself. And actually, I guess that most people's journey is a bit like that, isn't it? Sometimes it's three steps forward, you know, and five steps back. Mm. At times in our lives, you know, but fortunately, you know, it, it's forward progression. But maybe sometimes a wee bit slow. What about music? Was was music always important to you? 
Uh, yeah, I love my dad. My dad was a musician. Um, he he played by ear, um, accordion actually, and he also had some auto harps as well, oh, which wow. I, I used to to play on. So uh, he played the violin at some point. My mum would say, "Oh, he made a violin," so that didn't last very long. Um, so yeah, when I was about, uh, I think it's around about the same time that I became a Christian. Uh, my dad said, that, "You know, I've got good news and bad news. Um, good news is we've got a piano. The bad news is." Your piano lessons start on Wednesday at seven o'clock. <laughs> um, so I had actually had a um, my piano teacher was actually an organist from local Methodist church, and he used to come at seven o'clock every Wednesday and put me through my paces. So I wasn't very interested in playing the notes really. I just wanted to play to accompany myself to write some songs, and um, I learned that I just self-taught at the guitar. Uh, around that time and started writing songs basically mm. and so how, what was what was your inspiration um i i had a bunch of records uh, what, what we, they? what are we they had, is that we, those black things uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yes we had a radiogram and uh, yeah, a, <laughs> a radiogram which i used to lay underneath and and listen uh, listen to um uh, i'm trying to think what what records we had we had a few gospel records i think we had a lot of bible stories david kossoff including and yeah yeah and uh, these dramatized stories of the bible which my dad picked up somewhere they were they were american and they were they were very very scary uh, with a full cast uh, starring Leif Erikson, who was a famous actor at the time. See, it uh, stuck with you even though. Yeah, oh, it stuck with me, and I actually still have the records and uh, did, do, do listen to them occasionally. But musically, I think I just, um, I don't know, it just sort of came from within me, really. I learned three chords on the guitar and fiddled around and started writing songs, and it just kind of happened happened naturally, and then I would have then I'd have to sing them, so I'd <laughs> inflict them on my on my friends. And um, can you remember uh, the first occasion when you did a public performance? I mean, not your friends, of course. <laughs> that doesn't count. Well, well, earlier when I was, I, I, I often, I do, I do recount the first time I sang um, solo, and it was absolutely a disaster because it was the Sunday school anniversary, and I was probably about seven or eight, and I had one verse to sing in a. You know, in one song, and I remember, you know, I learnt the words, I I knew it, and uh, I remember walking up uh, on the on, on the pulpit, and there was a box there for me to stand on. I looked out at everybody. It's a big event, this Sunday school anniversary, and I went to sing, and just like just nothing came out really. I was just, you know, and I, <laughs> you froze. I froze. I burst into tears and kind of walked off the set. That was my first time, so that didn't bode well. The song for was Sound of Silence. <laughs> it, it really was. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what happened. So that didn't bode well for a, a career in music, which is um, probably why, uh, you know, I went into a career in insurance for most, <laughs> most of my early working life. So you hit uh, rock bottom then. <laughs> <laughs> but when I started, um, when I was playing, when I was you know playing myself i don't know i i didn't um i didn't have any problem just singing in you know singing i sang in the, the school choir at first and i think i did some solos at the one of the christmas concerts and then uh would sing solo and uh at school in assemblies um sometimes we'd have a i had a couple of groups there as well uh most mostly with girls um 
there was one with there was me I think in about the fifth year and about six girls I think <laughs> who were called him and us um, and then we good move isn't it yeah it? then we whittled it down to a couple of other girls um, and we three's company so I sort of sang in a group with them but that um, outside of yeah outside of that I suppose it, it, um, in the churches I was involved in I began to sing and, and sort of minister songs mm-hmm. now we're going to jump around a bit just to say that Stuart and I will be doing a more in-depth program probably sometime in early November so you'll be able to hear a lot more about him and of course you'll hear him quite a lot on the radio as we go forward but we're just skimming over introducing you today um, cruise ships yeah. now, I know you've just got off and yeah. so much is happening how, how were you introduced to working on cruise ships well Later, um, I suppose I was I was in a duo, and um, the dream's always 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 been to be a full time musician. But I was in a duo, and we worked uh, part time uh, for four years on land. And um, we get you know you Google you know becoming a full time musician, and it's very clear that there's there's very little opportunities to do that uh, in the in the UK to to be able to make a living at it, and uh, really. Just about the the main way that kept coming up was, yeah, you need to go on a on a cruise ship. Um, so we registered with a, f- a few agents and uh, kept getting phone calls. But we both had full time jobs. Um, you know, get phone call from an agent. You know, is it possible to get down to Southampton to join a cruise ship tomorrow? Well, no, it's not. Really, know, that because that, that, we're, that's we're, not we're normal, working. <laughs> um, so at the end of the day, we just had to then to to go for it. We were offered. Um, a six-week contract or something on a ship called the Oceana with P&O and so we did it. Um, we handed in our notices and w- we went for it and that was in uh, 2010. Wow, in- incredible. And of course, uh, you, you, in the latter um, stages of your cruise ship career thus far, of course you were on uh, Saga's brand new ships, yeah. uh, Spirit of Adventure. Yeah, and, uh, Spirit of Discovery. Of Discovery, yeah. Uh, Spirit of Adventure is the latest one, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, Spirit of Adventure. Of course, I was on that same ship, but we were we were not on there at the same time. But it was quite funny when I met you that we we had quite a lot in common totally different things I would speak to the passengers about the ports that they would come in you would sing to them about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well not really you, you, did, yeah. you did lots of uh, I guess you know being a musician on a cruise ship you probably did lots and lots of different gigs lots of di- lots of, of songs I mean they say really to start off on a ship you, you should have a repertoire of at least 200 songs um, I had 550 songs on my playlist in the end I was always adding. I'm sure, you could have done them. the world cruise basically, and you, but you would, you would have been all right. I've done four world cruises. Oh, oh four yeah. world cruises! Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. Uh, now, this the, your first album. Did you produce that um, before you got on the cruise ships? No, that was actually uh, recorded because um, I've got my own sort of studio, which I sort of took around with me. So that was actually recorded um, on the Arcadia. Um, so that's that's where I recorded it. Really, it sort of. More or less in my room, in my cabin on the Arcadia. Yeah, that's where I wrote it. Um, I love the title of it, you know, Sailing Solo. Yeah. Uh, and were you sailing solo at that time? A well, certain young lady hadn't come along? Um, I, I was, yeah. I mean, the duo that I mentioned, I mean, we, we were in relationship and we went through um, quite a sort of 
Republican traumatic breakup because we were known, you know, together. And yeah. um, I didn't really... Was she, was she a performer as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were together, yeah. She she played a saxophone and, and sang as well. Uh, and I never um, felt... I never wanted to go solo. Um, I never thought I could do it. Uh, there's a lot of... It's just when all the weight of performing is just on you it's it's tough i never really wanted to go there never thought i could do it um but we split up and i had i had to really i mean it was either that or or you know go go back to work in insurance and i didn't really want to do that so i just contacted um my agent and he said okay that's fine you you can be the uh, solo agent uh, the solo performer on the um what was the the Balmoral actually with Fred Olsen? Uh, you can do a Christmas, and then you can do the World Cruise, and that was my first solo gig. And once that was in the diary, you know, I was still performing with with, with my partner at the time. We were, we we you still performed. We fulfilled our contracts, of um, course. Even though we were, uh, you know, off stage, we weren't. It was a slight. Sort there of, wasn't peace and harmony. That's was, a good way of saying stormy, it. There was stormy weather. <laughs> there was. <laughs> anyway, this song, a Sailing Solo, uh, yeah. introduce it. Well, it, it, it came, it came it, after that. Um, so uh, after, after we'd, we'd split up. And, um, yeah, I was, I was sailing and I, and I was solo. It wasn't where I meant to be. And I went through some very, very dark, very dark times, but... Um, this song, I think, has a glimmer of hope that comes out of it. It's like, yeah, okay, let's look at the positive here. Um, you know, let's see what what God has as He sort of takes us forward um, without the restrictions of being uh, in a duo. Thank you. 
try to steer to waters blue and where the sand is pale. One hand on the tail, one eye on the sail. Feeling quite excited, sailing so. Stuart Anderson there uh, from uh, the the cruise ship Arcadia, of course. Well, how did the passengers appreciate you? They loved me, of course. <laughs> well, you have to say no. that, don't you? Yeah. I've got, I've well, got, there's a lot of people who do sail solo, of course, for yeah. all sorts of reasons. Yeah, they they do, and I always dedicate that that to them um, on the on a lot of ships, but particularly the the, uh, the saga ships. Uh, I've worked on on the last few years. There's lots of people who are by themselves, mostly ladies. The men die off a bit earlier. Well, you don't have to um, remind but, us of that fact, but yes, <laughs> I, I, it is. It uh, is true. If yeah. you see a if you see a man sailing solo, it's, it's kind of a, a rare, a rare, rare vision. <laughs> now, of course, to, happier times were to follow because, of course, you, you then moved to Saga. Well, you've moved around quite a few cruise ships, haven't yeah. you? Um, but romance was to blossom mm. uh, on the. Uh, in fact, it's an appropriately named ship, isn't it? Spirit of discovery. You know? Yeah. Oh yes. So you discovered a very special person, didn't you? Well, I did. I actually discovered her on on the Saga Pearl too um, in two thousand and seventeen. Um, again, I, I mean, I wasn't supposed to be on Saga. I uh, wasn't supposed to be on the Saga ships. I, I was working quite comfortably between uh, the Arcadia and the Balmoral, doing mm-hmm. a few months on, so Fred, on each. As PNO and Fred Olsen, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And both, you know, both those doors shut. And again, that was. Um, yeah, I haven't got time to go into it. Maybe, maybe before we talk again. But both those doors shut, and again, it was quite a dark time and, um, f- for me. And um, through uh, the, but then the Lord opened the door for me to go on to the saga, saga ships. And I say I didn't really want to go on there. Um, traditionally, they they just had cocktail penis on there. I was not a cocktail penis because mm-hmm. um, they tended to have an older clientele. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, they have an older clientele certainly, um, and they just had a, like someone playing the piano before, which I, is not what I'd done. I'd played keyboard and guitars. In fact, when I'd gone on, I hadn't actually played the piano for some years. And the cruise director said to me, uh, uh, you know, when I came on. And I'd actually just gone through another breakup then as well, which is anyway we won't go into another story. Another story, but I wasn't in the best place, you know. She said to me, "Oh, you're the you're the new cocktail pianist." And I said, "No, I'm not a cocktail pianist." She said, "Well, you're playing the piano in in a half an hour, so you better get used to it." And there was a lot of piano playing on there, but a, a, um, 
gradually, you know, I I sort of, you know, I did I, I did other things and um, ended up with um, rather than cocktail pianist, sort of resident entertainer on my badge. I got them to put in that I was the resident entertainer because I did a lot more than just play the piano. Although I did play the piano, I digress. But anyway, just just uh, several months after I'd, I'd been on there, um, yeah, I was just sitting in in the in the bar. It was called Shackleton's Bar, and um, this sort of light, light-haired lady sort of walked past, and I sort of did a double take and thought, "Oh, she's uh, a bit of all right." She's yeah. all right, mm. and uh, I thought, um, and uh, you know, she she was. Uh, there's a lot of young people work on cruise ships, but th- this lady was more was more my age, and uh, I thought, you know, I need to take her under my wing and show her the ropes and look after her. So did you, uh, you so realise that she was she was crew rather than? Passenger. Yeah, I did. I did realise that she came on as a social hostess, and her her name is Hillary, and um, we 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 became uh, we became very good friends. And uh, the the most amazing thing, I mean, Hillary just kind of uh, shone with she just shone radiated with a sort of uh, love. Really, she's a love a lovely lady, but she didn't know the Lord. Um, she didn't know Jesus at that time for herself. But um, so when I when I I came to talk about the Lord with her, which I did evidently on our f- first time we had lunch together. She's just so open. Mm. And um, God had just kind of prepared her in our heart as well. And so um, I think so. we met in, I think, probably the, the February 2017. On Easter Sunday, we were both on leave. She was in Bournemouth and I was in my hometown of Colchester. And... Um, she bought a Bible. She went to church. She rang me up. She said, "I've got, I've got this uh, leaflet called the Missing Peace, and um, it, there's a prayer at the end to give your life to Jesus." And you know, I quite like to do that. And I said, "Right, should we do it now?" She said, "Yeah, okay." So, uh, on Easter Sunday, 2017, I led her to the Lord on the phone. What a great day! Uh, what yeah. a great day! What a great Easter day. Sunday. Well, Easter and, and East, just to finish that Easter Sunday. Um, so Easter Sunday, then 2018. Uh, 2019, I proposed to her, and Easter Sunday this year, I actually got to baptise her uh, uh, at our church. Even better. So, so yeah, uh, and of course we got we got married as as well now. So uh, yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> well, we'll have to get we'll have to get Harry on with you as well because obviously there's a story there as well. That that would be nice. She's yeah. got she's got a lovely lovely voice for radio. <laughs> and uh, and of course Stuart is going to be coming on uh, to you. We'll give you plenty of notice. He'll be with me uh, next week on the on the breakfast show, but and, and uh, doing quite a bit on Hope FM, no doubt. But uh, now this next song, of course, you you. You wrote it at the end, as we were beginning to come out of COVID. Um, no, really, probably at the start of at the beginning COVID, of COVID. Yeah, so you know, life changed um, obviously with COVID because uh, you know cruising ceased, and uh, Hillary and I came off in the ship on the nineteenth of March, uh, two thousand and twenty, uh, and at that time we kept hearing Psalm ninety-one all over the place. Um, it was one of the f- one of the psalms that just kept kept coming out, and we we kind of really grabbed grabbed hold of it, and it is, has been such a relevant psalm for COVID, and it it does say um, it does say you will not fear the terror of night, the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, and it does say that no 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 um, plague or disease will come near your dwelling. I mean, part of that is uh, part of the key to that, I think, is in the first 
few verses of the Psalms about spending time with the Lord in the in the you know dwelling in the shelter of the Most High and resting in the shadow of the Almighty. But we've we we declared that we took that as a promise and we spoke it out over us, over our lives, over our whole apartment. Uh, and uh, we continue to declare that, and um, we, we believe it, and we've, we're walking in divine health. Uh, I think, you know, partly because of that. Well, sure, I'm looking forward to digging deeper with you and, and of course, to working with you. And this is uh, No Reason to Fear. Shall we dance, O Lord? 
So Stuart Anderson there and uh, No Reason to Fear. Now I'm holding Stuart's uh, album here, which in fact you recorded uh, and called it Discovery because you were on Spirit of Discovery with Saga. Yep. Now we're w- fantastic. Uh, Stuart in his generosity is offering this album, which I'm holding in my hand, Discovery, uh, which in fact was made uh, for uh, selling on the cruise ship, uh, but has that track that you just heard on it. Uh, and I guess it has other genres on it as well. Other, uh, It's not a particularly Christian album. such It's as all it? songs that, I, that I've written. Um, and uh, you just, I, I wrote most of the songs, especially sort of for the album. And, and uh, there's a song I wrote uh, for my mum uh, on oh. there. Um, and uh, there's uh, there's lots of other there's a song I wrote actually for the crew uh, as well called Working Hard for Ruby Um, because a lot of the crew just they spend years away from their families so um, yeah and there's a collaboration with different musicians who I've met on the cruise ships as well there's a duet uh, on there with Maria Lynn who is a lovely uh, singer who I used to do shows with on, on the cruise ship and yeah there's lots of lots of different stuff on there but there's a couple of bonus tracks that one is a bonus track on there uh, that I put on um, there's a Christmas song on there as well 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com